0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDSE. We're just a hunk of hunk of burning love. The entire special was Elvis Presley
1: rediscovering Elvis Presley.
0: Nothing about this production was easy. And this experiment is helping the love burn even brighter. This is
2: one of the biggest decisions of my life. We all deserve this. You brought out a side of me that I have not brought out in a while. Love is a risk. I see the
0: emotional roller coaster. You gotta listen to your heart. Oh my God! I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, August 15th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. The Masked Singer is heading back to television sooner than originally thought. The Disguised Celebrity Singing Show is celebrating its milestone 10th season early with a special kickoff premiere episode immediately following the NFL doubleheader on Sunday, September 10th. Mark your calendars. The premiere episode promises to deliver a special celebrity performance, clues, panelist guesses, and a reveal with Fox calling it, quote, one of the biggest can't miss unmaskings in the show's history. Then, the Season 10 competition will officially begin in the previously announced premiere, airing on Wednesday, September 27th. The competition will include an all-new format with three groups of singers, which will culminate in special Battle Royale semifinal episodes for each group. This season will feature 16 total masked contestants, which will include Donut, anteater, hawk, hibiscus, and s'more. Michael Orr, the retired NFL player whose life story served as the inspiration behind the 2009 biographical sports drama The Blind Side, alleges in a petition to terminate a conservatorship that the adoption at the center of the movie was a lie concocted by Sean and Leanne Tui for financial gain. In the 14-page petition filed in a Tennessee court on Monday, Orr alleges Leanne and Sean Tui played by Sandra Bullock and Tim McGraw in the movie, never adopted him as a high school teenager, but instead tricked him into a conservatorship, allowing them the legal authority to make business deals in his name. Orr, now 37, claims the two he struck a deal for them and their two birth children to receive millions in royalties from the acclaimed film, which grossed over $300 million at the box office, while he received nothing. In the years since, the petition alleges, the Tuies have continued to call Orr their adopted son in order to promote their Making It Happen Foundation, as well as Leanne Tui's work as a motivational speaker and author. Orr is asking the court to terminate his conservatorship and prohibit the family from using his name and likeness. He's seeking unspecified compensatory and punitive damages, as well as an accounting of the profits the Tuohys earned while, quote, exploiting his name. Representatives for Leanne Tui didn't immediately respond to EW's request for comment, and EW was unable to track down Sean Tui's representatives. Magoo, the producer and one half of rap duo Timbaland and Magoo, has died. He was 50. His former collaborator Timbaland and other peers confirmed the news on Monday. A cause of death has not been shared. Magoo rose to prominence as a member of the duo when the two were teenagers, though they initially got their start as members of the group SBI, Surrounded by Idiots, which also consisted of Pharrell Williams and Larry Live. Timbaland and Magoo released three studio albums, 1997's Welcome to Our World, 2001's Indecent Proposal, and 2003's Under Construction Part 2. Jay-Z, Twista, Ludacris, and Brandy were among the collaborators. And Clarence Avant, the influential music executive, often dubbed the Black Godfather of Entertainment, has died. He was 92. For decades, Avant has been one of the entertainment world's most influential behind-the-scenes dealmakers. For Black artists in particular, he served as a crucial protector, becoming an intermediary between Black entertainers and the American political system. Among those who credit him with providing guidance and support are Quincy Jones, Jay-Z, Whitney Houston, Lionel. Richie, Snoop Dogg, Queen Latifah, and Pharrell Williams. Avant founded two record labels that would kickstart the careers of Bill Withers, Sixto Rodriguez, and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. He became the chairman of the board of Motown Records and later launched one of the first fully black-owned radio stations. He also had an impact on the careers of athletes such as Jackie Robinson, Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, and record-breaking baseball player Hank Aaron, for whom he negotiated the largest endorsement deal in professional sports history. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. Number three. Fame and shame go hand in hand in today's number three pick. The Netflix documentary series Untold is taking a deep dive into different untold stories each week, from Jake Paul to Johnny Football. Today's episode, Hall of Shame, takes a look at one of sport's biggest steroid scandals that took place in the early 80s. The story of Balco Lab and its questionable testing methods will be examined alongside interviews with the head of the lab and former associates. Here's a clip where former Balco owner Victor Conti explains in part how it all started. We started testing athletes
2: one led to another and first world-class athletes that I tested were in the track and field. I could collect all this data that was valuable to them. You know, I was kind of a natural born promoter. For me to actually enhance the performance of the athletes, I had to learn how to formulate supplements. So I created a whole line of mineral and trace element products and formulated ZMA. And that, I mean, it was like a rocket ship. And then all of a sudden, I had 250 NFL players. Are you going to assault the world record, Greg? <laughs> Mr. Zink. Just call me Zink. Mr. Zink. <laughs> so from 84 all the way until 2000, everything that Balco and Snack did was completely legal, completely clean, no athletes were ever given any sort of performance-enhancing drug. Now, were some of these guys using drugs, like shot putters? Of course. I just wasn't involved in, in providing those to them. But I knew the use of performance-enhancing drugs in Olympic sport
0: was rampant. Oh, athletes, including Barry Bonds, Marion Jones, and Jason Jambi all went to Balco's Victor Conti in search of fame, And steroids until his lab time turned into jail time. Untold Hall of Shame is streaming now on Netflix. We're having a little less conversation and taking a lot more action on our next pick. The new Paramount Plus documentary, Reinventing Elvis, The 68 Comeback, starts with the story behind how the king of rock and roll fell into a slump. He had went to serve his country, and the hip new band The Beatles were stealing the spotlight in his absence but he still had a lot of shake, rattle, and roll left in him, so his team crafted what would later become the best comeback special of all time. Here's the trailer.
1: I was hired to resurrect his once great career. He is the king of rock and roll. I think he had lost confidence in himself.
0: He could see the music industry passing him by. You're nothing but a bunch of British Elvis Presley. No, not true.
2: He knew that this was
1: his make him break special. When he was on stage, Elvis was absolutely electric. Here we go. My stage manager said, uh-oh, we're in trouble, Steve. He said, I'm not going out there. He was scared to death. Everything felt like it was about to fall apart. Elvis needed to come back. From the first minute of meeting Parker, in my head, I'm saying, I'm not doing this. That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. The entire special was Elvis Presley rediscovering Elvis Presley. Nothing about this production was easy.
0: Well, see how everything came to be, from the wardrobe to the sets, and, of course, the all-important set list in the new documentary Reinventing Elvis, the 68 Comeback, streaming now on Paramount+. It's trivia time. Elvis sang a medley of his hit songs for his 68 comeback special, including Hound Dog, Heartbreak Hotel, and All Shook Up. But there was one song Elvis performed that was actually written specifically for the special. Which song was it? Suspicious Minds, If I Can Dream, or Are You Lonesome Tonight? Hint, it was his final number. Stick around for the answer, as well as our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. Number one. What if a dating app came to life? Our number one pick asks and answers that question. The new MTV reality dating series, The Love Experiment, sees three best girlfriends embark on a journey to find love in a hall full of eligible bachelors. They'll window shop till they drop and decide on three men who they want to bring out of the hall and onto real dates. And they'll have to decide if any of them are marriage material. Have a listen.
2: Me and my girls were picked to go on this journey. MC
0: presents The Love Experiment, a new one of a kind show. Just imagine going window shopping for your husband. Where three besties get to choose from the top eligible bachelors. We are, we
1: are
2: in the driver's seat. <laughs> go get y'all- but in this dating utopia, ladies can choose three men to meet outside the hall. More choices. I'm ready to fall in love. Is it getting hotter here? I'm very much so torn. It means harder decisions. All nine of you could be up for elimination. I am not going to be able to continue this with you. Why am I being punished for having my
1: <laughs> together? I just
2: genuinely feel like he needs healing. You have
1: so much power right now. Hey, I'm done. In a
2: room full of Mr. Rights. This is one of the biggest decisions of my life. We all deserve this.
0: You brought out a side of me that I have not brought out in a while. Will they find the one?
2: Love is a risk. I see the emotional roller coaster. You got to listen to your heart. Oh my God.
0: Maybe Mr. Right is just one window away. The love experiment debuts tonight at 10 on MTV. And finally, today, the answer to our trivia question. Which song was written specifically for Elvis' 68 comeback special? Suspicious Minds, If I Can Dream, or Are You Lonesome Tonight? That would be If I Can Dream. The original closing song for the comeback special was set to be I'll Be Home for Christmas because the special aired in December. But composer Billy Goldenberg and lyricist Walter Earl Brown were asked to write a song to replace it and thought about Elvis's love for Martin Luther King Jr. and his I Have a Dream speech. They wrote the song in one night and Elvis recorded it soon after. And that is it for our show today. We will have more news and musty picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Callie Shep and EW staff, edited by Sammy Junio, produced by Ashley Boucher hosted and produced by Jared Hall and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.
2: One, two, watch.